we don't do what we love, then we wouldn't exist. It's time, kid. Nothing really matters to him right now, including me. You gotta think real hard about this. Do you got people that need you now? I'm taking the fight. Victor Drago, son of Ivan Drago, who infamously killed Apollo Creed, appeared today to issue a challenge to Adonis Creed. Don't do this. I ain't got a choice. That's the same thing your father said, and he died right here in my hands. Because it said <laughs> something on his hat. I can't remember what it said, but it was something that was offensive. And I was like, all right, I'll just use this as my <laughs> my Abby. Because the Glenn Campbell avatar got a little old. Are we casually talking? Yeah, this is how we start. This is how we start every episode. Most every we episode. We talk casually. Talking, talking about 2016, you know? So do you know what the word transpose means? Transpose? Yes. Something to do with reversing? Yeah, so this is episode 96. Okay. I, don't know what either, I don't know why those things are even related. I just wanted to... That was like a question, and then I just wanted to introduce episode 96 to tell me where to turn. Yeah, uh, you, when you get transpose, it's very uh, synonymous with married when it comes to 96. Because you... Just kind of facing the opposite way. Yeah. <laughs> that's, it, both of you are like, yeah, I just like to get some sleep. Both of you are, yeah. I think you, that's an important point of clarification. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> otherwise, it, many possibilities. It's more of like a Cosby-type situation. Uh, it could be. Hey, it's well, topical. Um, it's topical. This is episode 96 of Tell Me Where to Turn. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Tommy2 underscore zero. Uh, you can find me at Glenn three underscore eleven, and you can find the show at Where to Turn Pod, and you can find me at H M underscore Hernandez. Who is this? <laughs> What's this guy's deal? Did somebody hack into our feed? We have a special sit-in guest with us tonight. In place of Point Break underscore Dave is the one, the only. Art Briles supporter, Mike Hernandez. <laughs> I uh, paid the security guard to lower the bridge, so I didn't have to swim across the moat to get here. Man, that's good. <laughs> he did uh, check with me beforehand to make sure that it was expected. His arrival was expected, so <laughs> your guards didn't pick him off when he put like one foot on the concrete. That would have been, been kind of a funny gag if you had just not told me he was coming. <laughs> I asked, I was like, do I need to put the lawnmower in the back of my car to get to the neighborhood? Or He'll let you at least yeah, to the door you then? Get, you get less sideways glances if you do have like a trailer with lawn equipment behind your truck. That's, <laughs> that's, that's uh, encouraged around here. I but, think, but when I heard when I heard somebody knocking on the door ten minutes before, I was like, "Well, that's got to be Mike." <laughs> yeah, it was not. It was not me. I was on time tonight, though. I, yeah, that, that, I guess because we had a special guest, you've been on your best behavior. But. I yeah, it was not my standard five to ten minutes late. I was, I was on on time. Our our last guest, long was a long time ago when KJ was on. He actually re- we recorded at my house. He actually went to the wrong house. Oh. 
<laughs> he I think he said he walked kind of up to the door, and then it was the people live next door to me, and they had a sign. I don't remember what it, I can't remember what it says, but it has it in like multiple languages. And he was like, "Yeah, there's no way." <laughs> it was like a very progressive, we welcome everyone type. And he was like, "Yeah, I'm at definitely at the wrong place." That I think about a time when I think it was Christmas Eve. And uh, it was before I was married to my wife. We were over there with her family, and they do a thing on Christmas Eve. And some random person just walked into the house and sat down and set their beer down and just kind of looked around at everybody and like, I'm in the wrong house. Uh, everybody just kind of gave him a <laughs> dead stare, like, uh, yeah, who are yeah, you? And like, Merry Christmas. Sorry, wrong house. They just turned around and walked out and didn't say a word. That's also unfortunately <laughs> topical. Are you talking about an Amber Geiger situation? <sighs> oh, gosh. <laughs> didn't quite get get that far <laughs> i mean i was just saying speaking of walking in the wrong house yeah yeah K let's would would k if kj had done that would it have been an amber geiger situation or a reverse if he would have knocked would it have been a door? reverse amber geiger situation because <laughs> in no. your in your neighborhood <laughs> no trust me my neighbors would have welcomed him and, and he'd have been like oh i was i was looking for glenn three underscore 11 and they'd been like oh we know him hey <laughs> let's take you over there yeah, it would have been big fans a, of the show it would have been an amazing experience they they have they have might heard, have, they heard might the have wipers over there and everything <laughs> oh yes <laughs> so do we want to start with uh all things mike i think we do I think our guest, and it'll add it'll add some uh, flavor to some of the other topics we have tonight, especially something that I have planned in my signature sign the screen statement. Now I think we have a couple of things, but I know Mike brought a list of stuff that he wanted to either talk about or or bounce off of us. Well, so no, that's that's what that's what this opening segment is designed for okay. because we cater to our guest at this home. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm I'm an open book. I've uh, I've been tossing around in my head internally what I, what I want to do tonight because it's like depending on how this goes it depends on whether I tell people that I was on this podcast or not. <laughs> <laughs> my wife was like, "So are you gonna are you gonna tell tell you know tell the Bible study and tell the people?" I was like, "We'll see how things go." Well, first <laughs> of all, it's a faith based podcast, so I feel yes. like it would play very well in the Bible study community. Uh, yeah, I think so. As as Glenn and I, veterans of many Bible studies, yeah. we can attest. They tell a lot of '96 jokes there. <laughs> <laughs> they keep it clean, but they also they also support Art Bryle. So I feel like we're off to yeah. A good let's start. start there. So, how are you associated with hashtag CAB? Uh, so, uh, as a former attendee of Baylor University, um, we still have season tickets. Still go. Um, so things are going pretty well. Uh, it seems <laughs> like it. You know what? We've tripled our win total from last year. So yeah, you notice, you notice this vest he's wearing too with the country club crest on it. Oh, I this is the first thing I noticed okay. when I walked back here. It's just kind of I had to come in and stunt. Yeah. No, you're you're doing I was very say, well. I feel like I need to go get my club hat that they just gave me to put on <laughs> to make sure I'm not getting one up to my own home here. But yeah, uh, the the Art Bryles thing, man. That's. Uh, there's not a there's not a good side of the fence. There is a good side of the fence to fall on, and there's no way to you know. There's nothing you can do about it. But the the best part about the Art Brow situation is the stories that came from it. So I'm not going to say her name, but <laughs> we'll just say her name's Jennifer. That, I, Jennifer. Wait, is yeah. this like a Title Nine kind of thing, or no, no? This is the complete opposite of that. Oh, okay, all right. So, um, girl that went to Baylor. Her family grew up in uh, in Waco, real prominent family, 
And what you know, when all this went down, there's one of the things where you know she was posting every day on Facebook about you know you guys don't know Art Browse. He's a godly man, and you know we our family knows him, and just every day just posting like Facebook videos of herself. She's a pretty girl, so she gets attention and things like that. And then all of a sudden we show up. I I don't notice that about women personally. I I really look for people with good personalities. But go ahead, keep telling your. You know, she, oh, she's got a good personality. She's a keep kindergarten teacher. Tell your sex so, story. Oh, well, <laughs> I got a kid in kindergarten, so we'll talk later. So it comes out to where I, you know, you kind of hear all the stuff that was going on with all the, you know, and st- really focusing on the game plan, not worried about coaches all dressing in black together for a game because that would just be silly. Mm. Um, <laughs> What's that wristband you've got on? <laughs> <laughs> Why? your fingers taped like (laughs) (laughs) but so i find out that her family has kind of been uh the head of kind of a little branch off of the boosters that are starting the hashtag cab for coach art bryles and so we go to that game and they've got tents out giving out t-shirts not selling t-shirts just giving them out and they definitely did not show this on tv but they're uh their booth or you know their box that they had up there had a giant like flag that said hashtag cab oh, hanging out no. of the window um it was it was the most absurd thing i'd ever seen so what was the overall crowd reaction to this like the baylor fandom are they 50 50 is the majority on board is it i mean i think now i think now but i'm talking about just that at, day at that day i think everyone was skeptical about it okay because it's one of those things where it's like our brows had everybody fooled, you know, he'd seemed like a good dude. Yeah. He had a book out about his life and he kind of like, you know, he'd had some weird tr- like troubles with his family. Like his, uh, I think it was his brother had like a freak accident where right before, I think it was for the big 12 championship game against UT that, that it was icy and he slipped on the ice yeah. and hit his head on the driveway and died. Yeah. Wow. I, do, I do recall that. And I was at that game. For the for me, the Big Twelve Championship in Waco, it was cold. Hashtag me too. <laughs> Funny, it all ties together really nice. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I definitely uh, was familiar in a friend sense uh, with the with the female whose family started the hashtag CAB movement. They started the whole thing. Yes. Think she'd be willing to be a guest on the show? I've got questions. <laughs> What's old Jen doing these days? Oh, she's teaching kindergarten. Yeah, well, we just have yeah. to find a gap in the lesson plan. Sure, sure. You can slide on in there. And well, it's grab like an hour. Mike was telling me right before we started recording that Waco's loss is Italy's gain. That's what he told me. So <laughs> he's gonna totally take over the IFL. <laughs> if I were a lesser man, I I was tempted to go back through all her videos and just comment and be like, so how still, did the, uh, yeah. you still feel that way? Yeah. <laughs> I th- it's like, we, we talked about this a few weeks ago on the show, but she might want to go back and just do a little cleanup. Yeah. A little bit. Cause if you're, I feel like if you're in education that that seems to be a, a pretty soft target for people going back through the timeline, you make a patient or a patient, a parent mad and they uh, might start scrolling down a little far and, they find out you've done some porn yeah. in the past, things like that. <laughs> Did you guys see? Speaking of porn, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, you. I brought, my, <laughs> I brought my computer out here. <laughs> it is, as always, set to private browsing. Yeah. yeah. Did you Did you see the um, the little porn scandal that a lot of public Twitter accounts got into recently? Define a lot. 
So what happens is when you when you upload an image to Twitter, a lot of times you have to host it with an image hosting service. Okay. And they just assign it an arbitrary file name, so it'll be you know you so you upload your your Art Briles photo, That's and they'll given. assign it a they'll <laughs> assign it a, a a number. Well, one of the popular image hosting services after six or seven years started recycling. The numbers they oh, were using, no. so, so you, like the they hit the Dallas Cowboys, it hit a lot of pro sports teams because yeah. they were using this service. So images that they had uploaded that you know per the terms of service of the site timed out, then got replaced. So it would be like a tweet that would be like you know hey um, Tony Romo visited a children's hospital, and it would be just like some girl just spread eagle oh. that somebody had <laughs> uploaded because the file name the same got number. Replaced. So first, the the story kind of broke is like, and I don't remember which team it was. It might have been, it was an NBA team, and it broke against them. And then everybody started going back and looking at that same time period for a bunch of other teams, and there was the same stuff was happening. And some of them weren't porn. Some of them were just like, could be a picture of the three of us, you know. <laughs> right, doing a podcast. Right, it's like, you know, yeah, here's our draft class from 2010, and yeah. it's <laughs> us sitting here doing a podcast. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, some of, the, some of the things were quite shocking uh, that came through. As it were. So the only other thing I wanted to ask about, and you don't have to go into great, great detail. Can you retell the Branch Davidian story <laughs> for us? I know you sent an email back when we were reviewing the show and all that, but I want to hear it from the mouth of Hernandez. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not a long story. No, no, no. But um, uh, it's one of those things where it's one of the, you just kind of, there's a lot of things that people like to try and do when they're down in Waco. Well, and it, we were, most of them involved Chip and JoJo. <laughs> they were not around at the time, unfortunately. Uh, huh. or else I would have. I'll go back to. <laughs> I'll go back to Chip and JoJo because I was I was wronged by them. Oh no! <laughs> oh, I don't want to hear this <laughs> with the help of my wife. But so we, uh, I think it was you know during the uh, summer session. So I, I went uh, my freshman year at Baylor. I went in the summer before. Just I was ready to go. So. We started early, and uh, everybody wants to get to Waco as soon as possible. Yeah, obviously, we didn't even have a Chick Fil A at the time, so it was it was rocking. <laughs> oh, those are hard times. So, uh, possibly underage, uh, you can make that conclusion yourself as hey. when you start college. But uh, yeah, we most were, of us start college <laughs> underage, so I can I can relate to that. We uh, a few few keystones in, and um, someone was talking about. Well, you know, a lot of people go and check out the Branch Davidian. We should go check it out. And like. Well, all right. And, You're like, you know, at being hell at, yes. Yeah, I was like, let's go check this out. And so at Baylor, at least, you know, um, you've always got at least one friend around that doesn't partake in alcoholic beverages. And uh, so <laughs> he decided to drive us out there. And so um, we uh, met, went to MapQuest. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I remember MapQuest. <laughs> I do, too. Out, printed out the locations <laughs> and had to go about it that way. And it's, so so it, is, it is quite literally in the middle of nowhere, right? Yeah. Okay. I mean... Except this is this is two in the morning, dark. So, so it's even more difficult. Yeah. So I mean, it's 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 not like a five minute drive from Waco campus. It was a little a little bit of a hike, right? And so we go out there, and like I said, there's, there's not much out there. It was basically like I said, some temporary building structures at the time, mm-hmm. and one of them, like I would say, it was almost like the size of a shipping container. Like a or like an eighteen wheeler, they're just full of like crud, just junk. Yeah. So, I don't know if it was like leftover stuff that you just piled in there from doing cleanup there. Uh, what it was, so there was that. So we were able to get into the that. remains of Tibbs. <laughs> <Were> there, <laughs> he, he survived. He's still alive. 
<laughs> you haven't seen part two. <laughs> were there any ashes in there? No, there were not any ashes in and there. And now he definitely can't tell people at church he was on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, so we go, we get in there and just kind of crawl around. like. Oh you my know. gosh, you're crawling around <laughs> inside the trailer? <laughs> well, because you can't walk anywhere. So you're kind of climbing around on some stuff just trying okay. to look around. And so we're like, all right, there's nothing. We're just to, getting tense hearing this story. <laughs> there's nothing no, this to is, see in here. This is awesome. And so we Outside go and we find another zone. area that, that's locked up. And that's when we're like trying to get in there. And me, I'm a little nervous. And so I'm like, I kind of tug on. I'm like, ah, it's locked. Shucks. Let's go home. <laughs> let's, get, let's get out of here. <laughs> yeah, look at the time. Like, uh-uh. <laughs> and he goes back into the container and gets like a crowbar. I don't know if it was a, you know, not like a home alone, you know. <laughs> crowbar like uh the wet bandits use but uh <laughs> but something similar to that and he just starts swinging away at the lock now that is a red flag that he just has that ready and available and knows no. yeah it knows how to and he goes how to make a run at a lock with one like in his Isuzu, he's like oh just <laughs> hold on guys so they bust it open and we go in there and before we even like take two steps in there we hear people yelling at us from like you can't tell where it is, and then you just hear like pop, pop, but it's not like guns. It's like deep, and so we're like, "Holy!" It's you know like that echo, and it sounded like a deer rifle. Oh, which, okay, knowing afterwards, you realize it's not. But we're running, but they they're getting closer, and we're running back to the car, and you can feel it feels like gravel is like getting kicked up on us, but it's kind of hard. And so we realize, and one of my friends is like, "Those are shotguns." Yeah. We just take off and just like dive in the car. Oh, and just that is cut bait. So out of tense. You were shot at by a religious fanatical cult. <laughs> so, <Awesome. laughs> so, yeah, that's uh, I mean, technically I've been shot before. Wow. So. Oh, that's true. <laughs> okay. I've just, I've just got our armored skin. Huh. So what, what do you what did you have? What did you have for us? I think you had. I so think we, you had questions and comments, and so I, I just put some random thoughts together in, in the event that you know. I know that Point Break Dave likes to put this podcast on his back and carry you oh. guys across the finish line to yeah, victory. That is the Whatever. Line. You know what? He's not here, so I can. I have beef with Point Break Dave. I'll have you know he he was available tonight, and we opted against having him on. So I, that's probably for the best because we're on the outs. Ever since he was coming at me after a, a birthday party that we both attended. All right, and uh, so you know what? I support he, uh, you. He, he has uh, he he owes me. So we can kind of go down. Uh, I'll leave some of this. There's the first item on here. Will this will probably fall under uh, things only Tommy cares about. But we can go through and let's see. One thing I will say is one thing I've noticed listening to the podcast as an avid listener. Oh, listen thank to, you. You know, I pretty like much all this. the episodes. <laughs> I've listened to all the episodes. They're so glorious and luxurious. <laughs> there in, he is. <laughs> in retrospect to episodes. So uh, I'll say I think Tommy might be my musical soulmate. Oh, is this right? This is good news. You guys are. Because this guy here is certainly not. <laughs> no, I. And Point Break Dave doesn't even listen to music. So. No, he, he. I'm not sure he's human. Yeah. <laughs> he's some sort of droid. He doesn't listen to music. That's I basically just suplex everything, everything that Tommy throws out there. I've not. I've not done that in 96 episodes. because we're having fun. <laughs> we're having fun. But I pretty much just throw anything Tommy mentions just straight out the window. I'm pretty sure Glenn will just. 
poo-poo any kind of musical we, taste that I have. He's, he's a type, he's definitely in that genre of music, Glenn, that looks down upon my, uh, I'd say the my most memorable concert I've ever been to, and I'll tell you, and you're going to hate it, was a Jimmy Eat World concert. Yes. It's not that bad. Yes. There's some common ground in the Venn diagram. That's not that bad. I snuck a Jimmy Eat World in as an intro song within the last few episodes. Yes, I, I'm not, I I'm not opposed every to time. that. Anytime there's Jimmy Eat World. Yeah, oh man, right there. I, uh, it was, uh, I was living in Denver at the time, and uh, we went to a theater um, on uh, Koufax, or Colfax. I always get it mixed up. It's it's basically the longest street in America, but it's in you Denver. You can say anything. Nobody knows anything yeah. about Denver. It's a place called Ogden Theater, and it's probably about the same size as the smaller theater in House of Blues in Dallas. Okay. The Cambridge Room. I did not know that. Yeah. I just call it the small room. <laughs> Everything he likes has to play there, I, so I, I, he knows I call, it well. <laughs> I call it the Petty Theft Room. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's probably a, probably an accurate It's like a living room. <laughs> So, yeah, that, that's probably my number one concert experience. It's one of those intimate ones where they're going through and they're replaying their Clarity album, their first album, and they played the album straight all the way through, and then they came back and played some yeah. other, Glenn, some other good like hits. He's about end. to die. Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> I just went clear yeah. when you say Clarity. <laughs> his eyes rolled back in his head. I, I'd Did say the Undertaker yeah. look. Tw- 23 is probably one of my favorite songs, and uh, it's one of those ones when they start tuning the guitar, you instantly know it's coming. Okay. You know, See, hey, I'm going to write this down. We've got an intro song here. See, there here we, we go. go. Just I've, for Mike. I've already requested that, that be played at my funeral. All right, let's <laughs> let's move on to the next Glenn, item. Glenn, Glenn's he's, bored, with, he's bored with your Jimmy we, or we with your music talk. We can just call that Mike's Music Minute. I like that. <laughs> um, we can jump to the point where I talk about Tell Me Where to Turn has turned me into a degenerate gambler. Oh, no. <laughs> I blame you guys for all my woes. <laughs> Well, I mean, woes, winnings, I mean, I there's kind of been, the same thing. There's been a mix. It's had its ups and downs. Oh, okay. I dabbled a few years ago, and it was I did it once, and I was like, I'm never doing this again, because it was in the Art Bryles era, <laughs> and Baylor's playing SMU, and I was like, toss-up. Like, any university that housed KJ Ellis, <laughs> call it a win. So we were playing uh, SMU, and I uh, took Baylor, and I think we were about to – I think we were like two points away. And Baylor had the ball, and they were going down. There's about 20 seconds left. And rather than kicking the field goal – it was probably like a minute and 20. Where it was still reasonable. And rather than kicking the field goal, Art Bryles just kneeled it on third and fourth down and gave SMU the ball back. See. And I lost like $150. And I was like, I'm never gambling again. And then you guys sucked me back into it to where I'm just – Dousing my money no, into that's daily good. fantasy. That's good. See, now I'm I'm this with you there, but I don't. It's Tommy and Dave, or they're betting on football games, whether it's over under money lines and all that. I don't do any of that. I I'm all daily fantasy and season long fantasy stuff because I I will post and tweet. You know, here here's my picks for the weekend. <laughs> know that I look at the paper for about twelve seconds and just pick three random games and just put something on there. <laughs> I'm not good at actually picking games. So if you like if you've been betting on the Texans since I've taken them all three <laughs> weeks of the NFL season, 
Just know that I'm going to put Texans on there every week until they finally win or cover. I do have trust in y'all's picks. I, I'll I at least do if I don't go with something similar with your daily fantasy stuff. I at least make like a tell me where to turn roster to where I'm like just in case that one does well. I'm gonna have that one in there. But I'm still gonna have mine. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like it's like playing the same lottery numbers every week. It's like it, the one week it's gonna hit. You're not. You got to have it because right. <laughs> you know when the. It's like Glenn says, when the train comes into the station, everybody rides, right? That's right. We, so, the, the, the football picks we've been posting before college weekend have been going really good yeah. uh, so far this year. Um, my big uh, A&M plus 29 play worked out, barely. It was in doubt at some different points, but well, it did I work mean, out. It balances out your empty your bank account and put it all on Clemson yeah, to cover. I missed I missed <laughs> I missed that one. Yeah, it hurts to miss that. That one. was that one hurt believe me. That one hurt me worse I probably than See, anybody. That's why I don't I don't bet on that stuff because I want to actually enjoy it. I'm sure there's some OU fans from last week that are hurting just as bad as you were on that. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I stayed away from that game but I did not see that coming in any way. Right. Yeah. All right, what's what's next? You're welcome for the gambling stuff, by the oh, way. Yeah. So, <laughs> and and at the end of the show, we're going to have some tips for this weekend. So, I hope stay you tuned. have that because oh, you don't. Well, no, yeah, I have plenty. Here comes the 15 seconds of research. <laughs> Go ahead. Here's my tip: <laughs> the, the Panthers are on bye this week, so don't play Cam. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Yeah, I'm going to see the live prep work here oh, while I, we record. Oh, I got it. I got it. <laughs> okay, you good? Yeah, I'm good. So. um some of this stuff will be filler in case we in case we need more uh, more topics. But in general, I was I was gonna go all the way back to an episode where Tommy was talking about his trip to the Bird Cafe in Fort Worth. Oh yes, the freaking Is chicken burger, chicken burger, one of the fiasco. worst one of the worst things I've ever eaten in my entire life. We, we can count the red flags there. So if you <laughs> if if you're following Mike on Twitter, you already know this. And if you're not, follow him. If you need tips visual spectacles or anything similar on food because he provides it on a weekly if not daily basis where to dine in the town of the cow because i saw some pulled pork nachos the other day and i wanted to jump into my phone (laughs) and grab them (laughs) that was that whenever i'm doing anything on the smoker Pork shoulder is the easiest thing to do. So I'll always throw you always throw a pork shoulder on there yeah. just in case. It's cheap. He's so, already passed me. Yeah, I mean, I I've got one of the best things ever happened. I mean, obviously my daughter is one of the best things ever happened. Eh, to me. You know, but one Should of the around. But right after that was that we got a deep freeze to hold all the breast milk. Fun topic, <laughs> but that was only used for a short amount of time. And what does now, this have to do with pork shoulder? Uh, well, uh, episode title: Breast milk deep freeze. Okay. So, well, now what I do is so Kroger had a huge sale, so the deep freeze is mine now. So Kroger had a huge sale where they were doing like briskets for like a dollar twenty-five a pound. So you had an entire deep freeze of breast milk. Yeah, and it was gone in a month. Let's, let's not do this. <laughs> let's let's not get into the breast milk portion. I know what a deep freeze looks like. <laughs> so back to the meat. <laughs> it didn't fit the college dorm. Okay, go ahead. Um, so I bought I bought it like I think like eight briskets and like ten pork shoulders. The pork shoulders were like fifty or seventy five cents a pound. So at any point in time, with you know, have time to dethaw, I can. I can get a little barbecue party together okay. ready to go. Okay. So, like I said, I always throw a pork shoulder on there because there's, there's barely anything to do. So, what I was trying to do was I got a big three-pound tomahawk steak from uh, B&B Butcher 
awesome steakhouse in Fort Worth. Okay. Easily my number one. Del Frisco's is it's shot way down for me. I'm I'm, I'm over it. Well, they got crabs. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> they'll they'll always have Gina Cook. <laughs> yeah. Funny side note, my uh boss at work for many years, she's not there anymore, Gina Cook. What? Yeah. Really? Seriously? Not the same one though. Oh. But I used to on at least a weekly basis go to her office and say, We got crabs. <laughs> well another She uh, was a big P one. So. On another same note, the the owner of D and M leasing, great advertiser on the ticket mm. for a long time. His name is Mike Hernandez. Oh I, uh, that's great. he's I, here tonight. I, I, yeah. I went I went to school with his, uh, with his stepsons that now run the, the two branches, the Houston and the uh Dallas branches. I imagine they're doing okay. Yeah, they're they're just doing just fine. So, yeah. if you were going to rank them above or below Rager Dykes, we would say above. <laughs> I believe they're on the up and up. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Currently, way above. But yes, I did a big old tomahawk steak on the smoker and did a pork shoulder and uh, used leftover pork shoulder to uh, make those nachos. Mm. And uh, well, it, provided the rest of this episode goes as well as it's going now. I think we need to go to Mike's house for a cookout <laughs> for, for some nachos. So I feel like we could he could make us a tomahawk steak and we could have an episode at his house. Uh, and we could do a you know on air food tasting. I'm okay with that. And do a smoking episode. All all eight. Tell me where to turn listeners are invited to uh, to Need my a, house for a tomahawk. I was going to say that might even get Point Break Dave out of there. <laughs> Maybe for episode 100. Yeah. Hey. At the rate we're going right now, it'll be like next December. Year. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I guess you guys might talk about it. What happened last week? I was all ramped up and ready for a not wrestling podcast. We had a heck of a story, and we're going to get to it here in a minute. Yeah. Um, But actually, this is perfect. You unknowingly have segued perfectly into things only Tommy cares about, because (laughs) things only Tommy cares about are going to be why we didn't have an episode last week in meat. Two things (laughs) we just talked about. (laughs) I got the opportunity, and this I'm glad you're here for this, Mike. I got the opportunity, which I don't get to do hardly at all, is to take a trip for work. Now, I believe you get to travel some for work. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, a couple times a year. Okay, so I don't think I've traveled for work in the last five years. And I got to take a trip for work. And it was a interesting trip because it was a plane trip, but it was going out for literally one meeting that lasted two hours and coming back. Same day? Same day. So I have never... I've done that to Houston before. I've never done this this type of plane travel before where I don't bring anything yeah. with me. I, so I had a... I had a Spirit ba- Airlines was made for. Yeah. So I had my... <laughs> I just had my, my backpack that I usually take to work, and inside of it I had stuffed about maybe a couple hundred pages of paper because I had printed out my presentations because I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to project or not. So I have, I have this big stack of paper in my backpack, my computer, and nothing else. How many salads were in there? <laughs> None? No salads. <laughs> Always eat the salad. <laughs> Always stay for the salad. My thinking was, okay. Do you have a suit on? Yes. Well, I'm not a suit, but I was dressed. I was dressed in appropriate business attire. So I, I did. I brought a coat, which I don't okay. normally wear. So I had. Oh, had I, hate, a, I hate it. No tie. So okay. Had, a, had dress shirt, bell, dress shoes, coat. I was thinking. Okay, I don't have to check any bags. Um, company's picking up the tab for 
the flight parking. So I have no, essentially no expenses and there's really no reason for me to get in too big of a hurry to, you know, get there two hours early. It was, you know, fairly early in the morning flight. So I got to the airport, I would say with maybe 40 minutes before the plane was scheduled to depart, parked right by the gate, walked in. I don't, I mean, I've got my ticket on my phone. I don't have to stop at the, the desk. I go right into the security line, which is, not too deep, but moving a little slow, but not terrible. And I'm fine. And the gate is, is the gate was A10 and I could see A10 is immediately through the security line. So I'm, I'm gold. Um, so it's maybe 10, 15 more minutes before I get up to the front. And so I take off my, take off my shoes and belt and put it in one in my backpack. And I take my laptop out, put it in the other bin. And then they have everybody kind of compress into one, uh, screen, you know, one uh, yeah, metal to detector. go through the scan thing. So I come back out the other side. My computer's out. My bag's not there. It's it's not there. And my belt and everything else, the coat, everything was in that bag. So I'm kind of looking around. I'm kind of looking around. And then I see that they've taken it out and they've got it set to the side of the X-ray machine. So I kind of make eye contact with the guy and I'm like, hey, you know, that's mine. And he goes, he goes, just a second, we've got to look at it. No problem. I'm still doing fine on time, but I don't have my belt or my shoes or anything. Whatever. He's holding his pants up. Yeah, but they only have one person that's doing bag checks, and they have also pulled the bag of the person that was in front of me in line to inspect hers as well. Okay. Now, this person hailed from a country Here we go. that does not have yep. stars and stripes in their flag. <sighs> okay. I will just say leave it at that. Okay. Her carry-on bag was one of those, and you may be familiar. Those was it a vest? Why, why do you look at me when you say that? <laughs> Actually, you're both wrong. So, <laughs> joke's on you. Oh. She was from a country that might, like, casually let cows roam around the streets. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. Dot. Yeah. Not, yeah. Yeah. So, her not carry-on feather. bag was one of those kind of insulated grocery bags that Velcro's at the top. And inside of That's it, beaten down. inside of it were probably seven to nine smaller items that were wrapped in newspaper. Inside of those newspapers was meat, raw meat. Ugh. They had to open every single newspaper and verify that they were all, in fact, meat. And there was no contraband, right? Which it- took. Quite a bit of time. They didn't slide. They put gloves on and put their hands all through the meat. Yeah, I mean they yeah. they explored it. No, we should. That's uh, and <laughs> so all the while Mike might need to vomit. <laughs> He's got that look on his face. All the while, my bag is is sitting back there. So this is Indian meat. The, that's how you want to term it. Yes. <laughs> and it was all different kinds too. It wasn't just like you know the same thing. It was different cuts and. Any pork shoulder? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's cheap, I heard. There's a three-pound tomahawk in there. <laughs> Kroger, Kroger was having a sale. Yeah, that's exactly, <laughs> the same thing she said. It was just crazy. It's like, I don't know how a chicken breast holds up on a two-hour flight. The bag was insulated. It doesn't. She wasn't... Do you know where... Well, we don't know where she was flying back to. I, I picture I, she was flying back to India it, with well, a bag of meat. Not out of Terminal A. If she was in Terminal D, maybe. Ah, good point. But this was starting to take a long time to the, to the point where now it's about... 
Not 10 minutes to boarding time. It's like 10 minutes to departure time, and they haven't looked at my bag yet. Ooh. So I'm starting to get a little antsy, but I'm, I'm trying to understand the predicament. And then they get the meat bag out of there, so they send her on her way. But now they've got to clean the area where they're going to inspect my bag. So th- at this point, I'm like to the dude, I'm like, hey, can I at least put on my shoes and belt because I'm going to have to like run after right. my bag? And he goes, no, <laughs> you can't touch anything in here. You have to wait. And he was not joking around. Like, yeah. So I stood there. Well, what it turns out is because I had all that paper stuffed in my bag, it obscured what the uh, uh. x-ray was able to see. So that's why they triggered it. Because I didn't have anything else in there. So I, I get through. They're, they're literally calling my name uh, when I'm running up to A-10. Like, if, you know... You, you know, Tommy 2.0 is in the gate area. We're, we're closing the door. And I'm like, I'm like, you know, like screaming at them. Like, I'm right here. I'm <laughs> I the can la- see you. I'm the last one on the plane. I mean, what an embarrassment for your company that is, right? Hey, we're going to send you to tell, you know, mm. best practices of what we're doing. And then I've missed the flight. Oh. <laughs> and they never let us travel. So I make the flight. I go. Um, everything's fine. We're uh, in my destination get through the presentation, it goes fine, jump in the car, I'm back at the airport, my flight leaves at 5 o'clock, I'm ready to head back to Dallas. It was Friday. Where did you travel to, or can you disclose that? Uh, it was on the East Coast. Northeast? It's pretty big. No. Uh, Were they still swimming in flood water? Middle East Coast. <laughs> Vince Young had a swim through there. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Um, I know where that is. Yeah. Um... Friday, I don't know if you remember, is when it rained here. I'm not sure if Vince Young had a swim through there, but he played there. <laughs> Depends on how soon Florence was there, but... Yeah. Just move... You need to move on. Text... Uh, they, they didn't have any rainbow crosswalks. Text, <laughs> text Red Cross to donate $10. <laughs> if you remember, if you recall, Friday here, it was pouring rain, so I'm sitting at the gate. My departure at 5 becomes 5.30, becomes 6, becomes oh, 6.30, yeah. becomes 7 incrementally moves up by 30 minutes. When we get to 10 o'clock, they say the airport's closed and it's not opening for the night. You're going to have to stay uh, overnight. I have nothing with me at all. (laughs) I have my suit. I don't have a toothbrush. I don't have a new clean pair of underwear. I have nothing. Did you have $3 and a really nice watch? (laughs) Because I can get you a hotel room anywhere. No, so I did. I did place a call to the high airport Hyatt, the, and the airlines didn't offer you anything. No, so apparently, and I didn't know this, but if if it's a weather related incident, incident they, they don't, don't have to. Yeah, that so makes if, if sense. it's their fault, they put you in a hotel. But if it's weather, they tell you, sorry, the whole airport was closed. So you not did not problem. spend the night in the airport. I know. I spent the night in a hotel. Expense report hasn't been paid yet. I'm holding out hope it would because that was an expensive night. It's a three hundred three hundred dollar bill. They're not sticking you with that. That's not your fault. Yeah. Well, I I don't think it was my like, fault. Like we're showing the red roof in had plenty of <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. right. I, well, it was a pretty nice room. I'll give I'll give you that. <laughs> Did you really need the penthouse? Yeah. yeah. But uh, but yeah. So I um I uh, I bummed a uh, I bummed a toothbrush off the girl at the front desk at the hotel. She was sympathetic to my plight. Yeah. Was it her personal toothbrush? <laughs> it was. <laughs> things got a little weird. <laughs> What'd you do for underwear? <laughs> no, and then I uh, I neatly laid out everything and put put it all back on the next day. And Yeah, we and don't need to hear that home. part. Yeah, it's it was a little creepy. It's more 
pork shoulder. They probably material. want to wash those sheets. Let's put it that way. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> I don't normally roll that way, but <laughs> what are you going to do? You know. Yeah. Well, desperation. But one thing I noticed on the travels uh, that I wanted to bring to you guys' attention is the uh, the AirPods phenomenon. I yeah. still think they look pretty stupid. I can't get over that. So, Mr. New iPhone over here, do you have AirPods? I don't. I'm actually I'm gonna get my wife a pair for the fact that she just she had these like really fancy Bluetooth like Jaybird or something that her company gave them at a conference or whatever, and they went out and then hopefully she doesn't listen to this before. Yeah, she's not listening coming to up this. on the t- Happy I birthday, just that. Mrs. Hernandez. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I'm gonna get her some of those because just tell for, her that somebody made a purposes. somebody made a me too joke on here, and she'd be like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not listening to that. It'll it'll be le- it'll be less not funny if you listen after your birthday. So. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> the phenomenon I noticed with the AirPods because I hadn't been in you know close proximity to a lot of people that were using them is I guess. When you're when you haven't been using them and you get them back out, it takes a second for them to pair back to your phone. Really? So, I kid you not. In in my you know five hours of waiting in the airport and then the time on the plane, six different times with six different people, somebody fires up a song and it is blasting full uh. speed out of the phone speaker until the the you know the Bluetooth catches up and they start playing through the AirPods. And people listen to some weird music. Let me tell you, man. I thought it's not not what you'd uh, not how you'd want to roll. But yeah, it's so jarring. You're sitting there, and all of a sudden, it's just like ah! for like you know four or five seconds, and then it goes away. I mean, I thought the whole and it's not a phenomenon that's over, but the whole Beats by Dre look was looked pretty dumb. Looks like you play guitar in Lincoln Park, and then AirPods came along, and yeah, I think it looks. It looks like you just have like some broken earbuds that you're like, yeah, you know what? I'm just sticking with it. I know yeah. the wire's not there, but <laughs> I'm, just I'm just gonna, wearing them anyway. I'm just roll with it. But I think I think especially when people were on the plane, it did take them a minute to realize because you know it's the ambient noise is so bad in there. They're thinking, oh, maybe that's as loud as it goes. You know? I think that's iPhones in general too, though, because uh, I've got some blue. I think they're Jawbone or whatever mm-hmm. headphones at work. And I have to wait lots of times, like a minute, whenever I turn them on. Oh yeah, for the headphones to pop up. No, on same there, thing. The Bluetooth I've, ones. I've got a Bluetooth speaker on my desk, and I do the same thing. I have to make sure the volume's down. You know, turn on the podcast or ticket or whatever I'm going to listen to, and then wait, 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 and then it finally picks it up, and then we're good to go. Yeah, so the whole office doesn't hear Jake and TC talking about horses <laughs> and dolphins. Yeah, and we, yeah, we don't have white noise in our office, so <laughs> yeah, blaring as they yeah. you know, go into great detail about what people are doing with dinosaurs these days. <laughs> So can we, uh, is it time for us to talk about what happened, not this last Friday, but the Friday before last? I think so. <sighs> Your church ever do couples night out or parents <laughs> night out? I think they do and we've never, part- okay. never partaken in it. When you, when, you, when you get to like the multiple kid phase of life, these are big players. Oh yeah. It's, this it's, is essentially, I mean, it's, there's a nominal fee, but this is essentially free child care. Yeah, I mean it's like ten bucks. Yeah, it's like ten bucks, and you get from essentially six to eleven taken care of. Right. Do you just drop them off? And yeah, hang out? Just drop them off, and and you are free. You to get just four four to five hours just to do it as much as you possibly yeah, can. Yeah, just until it's just. I just think ours has done that where you, dust you can, in the wind. Yeah, I think it's like a drive-through drop-off where like they get the kids from the car and they hand you like. Oh wow, we don't have a drive-through. <laughs> we don't get to drive. Yeah, I think like basically you drop the kids off for like a movie night. They 
at the little thing and then they hand you like a basket a picnic like a date night basket to like go out and have a date you, you need to get back, back on the committee on committees <laughs> so no we drive through we, baskets we've, we've never done it just I, because of the, the I, i'm guessing the tide flight's but. catching a little more than ours is over uh in uh cozy fort worth <laughs> i guess because we don't have that and i can't get on any influential committees because yeah. they know my History with this podcast and Vinnie <laughs> Paul and things like that. They nature. require uh, sleeves and just <laughs> yeah, obviously. a big complication. But, but this, we so they do these once a month and probably about 50 50. Like one time, my wife and I will just plan something, we'll go see a movie or you know, go have a nicer dinner than what we would normally do. And then the other half of the time, we'll try to you know, connect with some other, other friends that are doing the same thing. So for this one, I was apprised of very minimal information is from my wife. It was, hey, we're going to be hanging out with Glenn 3 underscore 11 and wife. We can't tell you what we're going to do, but you just need to be a good sport about it. I was apprised of zero information. <laughs> I asked the question of, hey, what are we going to do? What are we going to do tonight? And all I was told is, I just need you to go along with what I have planned. And that was it. So similar message. Mine was you need to be a good sport about yeah. it, and then it was also don't don't dress too nice, which I wouldn't have done anyways. But it was like wear shorts, don't overdo okay. it. So that was weird because I got home and uh, had jeans on that I'd worn at work, and I was told you need to change into shorts. Yes, and I was, was like, strange, what? a strange uh, little bullet point to the thing was please make sure you wear shorts. It's like where are we going to? Does, going to dinner does at this end with you four in the suite with Dez and Jerry at the Beyonce <laughs> concert? Man, I wish that would have been that would have been amazing. We would have not. We would have not already. We would have started the podcast if that had so. Been the case. So we get to the church to drop off kids before Tommy and wife get there, and I drop mine off, and we're we're headed out. And we're walking to the car. I have no idea. I'm just. I'm told I need to just go. So along. you didn't even know you were hanging out with me. No. No. Oh, wow. And we walk out of the building. We've dropped our kids off, and wife of Tommy walks by, and I'm like, "Hey, you know," and she says hi to us, and she's like, "See you guys in a few minutes." And I look back, and I'm like, "What am I going along with?" <laughs> and then the wife advises, "Well, we're hanging out with Tommy two underscore zero and Mrs. Tommy," and I'm like, "Hell, all right, I guess." And so the first place we go. Is it is a place to eat, which and involves food and guitars. It's a that's their whole bit is they have like live music, they sell guitars there, and they have uh, various food items. No pork shoulder. Yeah, and lots of craft beer apparently. Like lots of craft beer, lots of seasonal meats, and a good club sandwich. Yeah, I, the I club can testify to that. Was pretty solid. That'll, that'll lead into what I want to talk about later. <laughs> okay. So we spend, you know, an hour, hour and a half or so there. And then they have their live music of the night, which is like jazz band stuff. It's like, yeah, I think it was UTD students. Yeah. that They weren't flying the Stars and Stripes either. <laughs> At least two-thirds. It's a UTA. <laughs> so, and honestly, it was too loud in there. It was just there. too loud. That, I... I I, I just I love music, but if I if I want to see music, I want to go somewhere to see music. When I'm at a restaurant and all of a sudden the band starts up, it's just like I was here to talk to these guys, and now we're shouting at each other. 
And we were so seated, what do you think? We were seated right next. Like I'm, my head is like next to the snare drum. Yeah, I mean the the drum the drum <laughs> drummer has to avoid your head as he's as he's descending blows on the snare. So we leave from there and we're on to the next destination. And still, I'm not being told where we're going. Oh no, I was just told where to turn. Yeah, oddly. It was. It oh, was you were a, driving. I was being driven. No, it was a tell me where to turn episode. It was go left, go right, stop here, turn left. Yeah. So we uh, pull out of there, as it were. <laughs> and uh, there was actually my guess this whole time is there's like one of those K1 go kart places. Which would have been fine. I thought that's what it was. Would have been fine. And th- that's not what it was. <laughs> it was not that awesome. And But I got thinking about it and I was like, why would I need to go along with that? Like, I would. It's it's like to me those places are too expensive. That's neither here nor there. But I would have been more right, than happy. But you're to not do gonna that. ever put up a big objection to yeah. go karts. Like, like yeah, you know, I don't really like. Doing like unless that. I have the flu or something, you know. Right. Kyle Busch is your mentor in life, and you wouldn't want to go race. Yeah. Like that makes no sense. So we drive a few miles down the road. We pull into a shopping center I'm familiar with because my gym is there. But primarily deserted at this hour. Yeah. Because we're eight o'clock ish. And, and seriously, we park in the shopping center in front of you know some of the establishments there that are open, which is like a Smoothie King and a restaurant, and a place called Joy Massage. Now I'm interested, and that's where we were headed. <laughs> and now I'm scared, Tommy. I'm very scared. Take it from here. So my, my first thing to my wife is, I'm like, you understand the reputation that these places have, like. <laughs> have you checked this place out? And she assured me, like, yes, we have checked this place out because there, there. Are, when you're talking about the joy massage, <laughs> there are certain red flag keywords that you look for: relaxation, <laughs> twenty four hours. She assured me that none of that was going on. They advertise on the ticket. They've got to be on the up and up. Oh, so yeah, no doubt. <laughs> so we, with Tony Romo. So we uh, we go in, and the first thing I notice is on the counter. There's a sign that says "Joy Massage" or uh, sorry, "Joy Foot Announcement." We are licensed and certified to provide professional therapy. Illegal activities are not allowed <laughs> in these premises. And and it a- says. Thank you for your cooperation. <laughs> you took a picture of that, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I did. I've got it right here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're very like, we're not doing anything illegal here. Yeah. Just wink. so you know. Yeah. Wink, wink. wink, wink. Right. Nudge, nudge. So, But if you're really tired and exhausted. <laughs> what we're told initially <laughs> is that we're getting, was it 45 minutes or an hour? It was the special, and I believe it was 45 minutes. A 45-minute foot massage. <laughs> And we both look at them like, there's no way, one, there's no way you could massage feet for 45 minutes, and two, there's no way anybody is massaging my feet for 45 minutes. <laughs> like, I am going to be out of there. So then we were told, you know what, that it's not really what it is. They kind of <laughs> give you the whole once-over except for, you know, the places that are illegal. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> yes. Um but just go along with it. This is going to be fine. They had been there before right. one time. Right. And they said, hey, it's, it's very low pressure. You keep all your clothes on. Because, you know, normally you get a massage. That's not and, exactly true. Well, we'll get to that. Okay. <laughs> Normal <laughs> massage, you know, you're, you're stripping down to nothing, getting under the towel. So here it's like it's more of a communal thing. You keep all your clothes on. <laughs> We're good. This is going to be fun. This is going to be relaxing. 
So they walk us back. The very first thing the lady says to Glenn and I is, <laughs> you guys go ahead and take your shirts off. For a foot massage. And we're sitting, we're sitting there with, with our wives sitting next to us. Well, mine, because there was only, like, in, in each room, there's, like, three chairs or bed, whatever you want to call it. Three stations. We'll just say that. There's three in each one. So there was, and there's two different rooms. So two were taken and one, and there was one available, and there's three in another. There's four of us, obviously. That's math. Welcome to math. That'll... That's another well, Baylor alum that said that. That's quote. right. Could be listening. Speaking of, yeah, he tweeted at us tonight. He's he did. listening. Shocking. <laughs> um, so my wife took she she was the one. So it was me, Tommy, and Mrs. Tommy in this room. So yeah, they're like, uh, yeah, you guys uh, need to take your shirts off. Which I, you know, I just fired it you off. Couldn't have his. <laughs> yeah, they were like, sir, not that quickly. Don't be that excited. It's a lot easier to get a vest with no shirt underneath it, Rob, right off of there. Right. Then they, they had to bring in the manager to see if they could even massage those traps. They're like, they're like, I don't even know if we're strong enough to handle that. And then the massage began. So one of the first things they do is they, they put something over your eyes so you can't see because... So it's not awkward. It's not awkward. very grateful yeah, for I'm that. Yeah, I'm good with this. But as soon as our eyes are covered, we start to hear some strange noises. And... It's at first I'm like, okay, is that like the air conditioner? What's going on? And then I'm like, it sounds like somebody's snoring. <laughs> and it's not Glenn. <laughs> oh no, it's not me. But it's it's pretty loud. And this individual was suffering from what we probably would term as sleep apnea. Mm. So oh. I I guess during his foot massage, he fell asleep. And he's a man of size, a man of girth. And well, I mean, he's he was obese. Yeah. We didn't. Wait, we don't know about the other. There was another person in the room with you guys? No, this was in the separate So there's the a second oh, There's okay. just a curtain yeah. dividing the other room. So you can hear and kind of see if you're looking what's going on in there. Because it's just Glenn and the 2.0s. Right. Yes. right. And in, in our room. Mrs. Glenn is next to sleep apnea, man. So he... And, and I'm not going to be able to mimic the sound to do it even close to justice. I wouldn't even but, try. But you, you imagine that you're in the most you know tranquil environment that they can make for you. So the, it's low light. They've got soft spa music playing, and you're, you know, you've got your eyes covered, and you're, you know, you're laying there. They're they're massaging your feet, and you hear this guy go. <laughs> and we thought he had stopped breathing, and he had in his he, sleep. This guy died twice. <laughs> That's not an exaggeration yeah, so either. All of these people that are working on us that are trying to be really professional, like they're they can't they're trying not to laugh, but they're laughing and they're and then my wife starts laughing, Glenn's laughing, the guy that's that's uh, t you know doing my wife's foot massage is just like can't handle it because it's so awkward. Luckily, they got that guy out of there after, I guess, what, about 15 minutes or so? Yeah, he was, he was done. But Glenn was convinced at this point that the whole thing was a joke on him. Yeah, I, when they put, the, they put a little like, washcloth-like thing over your eyes, I was sitting there, and like, this is like the foot massage portion of it, because they have your feet in like, warm water. Yeah. 
And they're 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 going to town. I mean, it, it, it's good. I liked it. But uh, the whole time, I'm I'm like, I hope she's not looking at me because I'm trying to fight back a smile and laughter. Because the whole time, I think this is a bit that I'm the only one with their eyes covered, <laughs> and they're just looking at me like we're just gonna have that lady just keep slowly working her way up to see where you draw the line. To go, yeah, okay, all right, where I stop. <laughs> Can't take any more of this. So it proceeds that it's more than a foot massage, but not as much as. Some places. Yeah, but man, they, they got pretty low down on uh, south of the equator on me. I, I My bottom was touched. Yeah, yeah. Frankly, I'm probably going to write a stern email. Yeah, I was grazed at one point. But I think the most, not shocking thing, but I guess it makes sense from like an angle standpoint, is once they're, they're like, they have you turn over, and then they have like the seat, it's got the hole in it where you put your, your face, you know, where you can lay face down. And they're working on like your shoulders and back. Well, they, like, climb on top of you. Literally. This lady's, like, straddling me. And I'm like, I guess I'm okay with this, but I'm, I don't know what's going on. Like, this is not what I expected. Yeah, but she's got, she's so got a she, knee on both sides. One, one oh, knee yeah. on each side of you. Yeah. Yeah. So she's, like, facing your feet, though? So, like, in a reverse <laughs> position? No, no, no. She's, no, no. Yeah. I mean, it, does that make sense? Because she's, if she's... Going going around the glute area, like you. No, can, no, she's facing the other yeah, way, she's working facing like my like, shoulders and back. She's facing oh, like. I you said, okay. Well, like, I mean, she did th- that was done as well, but when the straddling occurred, if you were talking like power top. That was probably the position she was in. <laughs> I have to Google that. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you don't, because I've been to several Bible studies. <laughs> but that that was, I think, that was the only point in time. Um, where I felt uncomfortable. Well, it was kind of uncomfortable at the beginning when they stood, you're laying down on your back and they stood behind you and they're like doing that kind of head massage thing. <laughs> yeah. And then and then they kind of work down a little bit kind of to your chest. Yeah. And like mine, like her chest is rubbing up against <laughs> my head. And I'm like, what? Could, I mean, don't put me in this position, okay? I'm, it's no lose. I mean, it's a no-win situation here. Freudian slip. <laughs> it's no win situation so. here. But then the straddling was the, that was the only <laughs> point in time I was like, "Are you serious?" I think like you, bearing the lead that you and Tommy got a couple's massage. Oh, <laughs> we did. We were laying right next to each other. I should have reached out and held his hand. This podcast is closer than ever. Yeah, it could have happened. And I don't know if it's just a roll of the dice or if the, there's situations where you could have had a male uh, masseuse too. Because I think they try to. Avoid that if they can. Yeah. Based on the experience of each of our wives being there two times. Yeah. But I think they try to avoid that. So I don't know about yours. Mine expected that I was going to at least attempt to say, no, I'm not doing this. <laughs> and that thought honestly never entered my mind. Okay, I was, I was like, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. And especially yeah. if they're, if it, if it was a situation where they're like, well, you know, it's, it's tradition and it's culture that, Everyone strips down nude. I'd have been like, I'm not doing that. There's certain information that I don't need in this world, <laughs> and that it fall. That's the this files in that folder. <laughs> but otherwise, I'm like, yeah, it's it was fine. Yeah, and I would go again. So it's not a bad way to spend. You know, it's pretty relaxing. Yeah, I, I thought I, it was I, good. I'm not. I'm far from anti-massage. Yeah. Well, this guy. So, and I want to ask you too, Mike. But he had never had one ever. Ever. So no. I, I've had I'm I'm not a I'm not a frequent flyer He's not a massage member, guy. but you know anytime we go on a vacation or go to a spa or something I I'll get one 
so I'm I'm comfortable with it. So my wife wasn't worried about me backing out. She was wor- she was worried about me tipping you off and then you not wanting to. So why is everybody looking at me like I'm some Mike, kind of you've, Neanderthal? You've enjoyed a massage before. Yeah. Yeah, I and bet it's not you bad, have country right? club. Yeah, it's not bad. It, it really depends, you know. Like I've, I've, I've kind of had like back troubles, like muscle stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to try and loosen up. But if you get like a deep tissue, sometimes I feel like I come out worse than I went in. Toxins. You got to drink lots <laughs> well, of water. You, I'll tell you what the the one the the one that we just did they they went after the kind of the neck area a lot harder than what I've because usually I do like the relaxation ones yeah and yeah I mean she was in there like oh, yeah. pushing around I'm like God. I think she you could know, tell like, a couple easy. times that I kind of <laughs> she's like are you okay and I'm like oh yeah I'm fine this is fine you know yeah. and I, my shoulder's actually on fire yeah right like, it's oh. like yeah, I can't feel my extremities <laughs> but I'm fine I'll tell you what's interesting is if you were to go get a massage the next morning after let's say doing a podcast on loose change for <laughs> oh, instance my gosh uh, and if you're hung over getting a massage you will Basically, get redrunk all over again. Yeah, you, 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 that's, that's you stand thing. up like even if you weren't like you know you weren't going hard in the paint like Glenn was that <laughs> night. But if you you know if you got a little tipsy night before, you stand up off the massage table and you kind of lose your balance for a minute. You're like, whoa! Well, I have a sa- future Saturday morning appointment <laughs> then. So yeah. we got out of there. I thought it was yeah three thumbs up. No, it was great. I mean, really, the only awkward part was when we went back to church and the you know the nice gentleman that holds the door for you was like, "So, what'd you guys do tonight?" It's like, <laughs> we went to a seedy foot spa. <laughs> went to get a that massage. May, yeah, that may or may not provide happy endings. <laughs> we We're went to a sure. massage with them. Yeah, <laughs> went to this place with blacked out windows that just said massage. Yeah, really. I mean, it, it, the from the exterior, it looked exactly like. Oh it. yeah. I mean, it said Foot Joy on the front of it. Oh my. And, is that what it's called? Yeah. No, that's a that's a brand of shoe. It's not Foot Joy. Joy Foot. It was Joy, joy Foot. foot. Yeah. Okay, they reversed it. Get around trademark yeah. laws. I was always curious about those places because there's one at my old office when I worked out in North Dallas. Uh, there's a Super Chicks right next to the office and right in that same I'm little... big fan. I ate there Sunday. Ah, Super Chicks is great. Good and, stuff. Uh, it's like a little three-store shopping center in a Tom Thumb area and right next to it there's like a blacked out window mm-hmm. foot massage place and i was like who goes in there so yeah <laughs> i i um i shared this this adventure with some other friends that don't um go to faith or don't participate in faith-based podcasts and they assured me that there are plenty of those places and that there are some there are some things you have to look for that kind of indicate which ones aren't but they said richardson's full of them <laughs> Well, <laughs> and, and apparently 24 hours is the big tip off. If it says 24 hour spa, that is a big, big red flag. But none of the, I mean, there's no license obtained for that. So, no, you have to have a you have to have they had their license posted there. I mean, well, you can't you can't run a spa without a license. It's no, just, but it's I just mean, like the you down and out masseuse who's trying to make some extra okay, money. Yeah, you can't get a license <laughs> for a HJ. Oh, you don't think so? So you mean all this work I've been doing? <laughs> all he's, the hours you've been logging? He's lying to so you. So all these continuing education credits I've been getting or don't count for anything? The two Steves are lying to you. It's like project management. you got to log all those hours yeah. and take a final test. Hey, can we uh, just quickly 
talk about wrestling on a not wrestling podcast. Yeah, we need to do that. We need to do that. Okay, yeah. so first, let me put my mic down and go oh, to sleep. Oh, Mike, no, no. Mike. So first, we're, we're not a wrestling gonna, podcast. This is going to be quick too, but you're going to be interested. in I, this. I'm going to get real quick, and you're going to go to the other. Yeah, you you got the main one. Yeah. But we did go to WWE Raw last week at the American Airlines Center, and we're such a not wrestling podcast that we refused to record an episode after we went to a wrestling event. But it was uh, – we didn't get any good Point Break Dave audio. He didn't go five or six beers no, deep he, this he time. Was, he was markedly slower paced than the last time yeah. we went. It was fun, although we had the uh, kind of – let down of a main event yeah for our week i mean i still thoroughly enjoyed it and oh, i had a blast had a absolute blast but yeah there there was one guy we didn't get to see the great finn balor was a little disappointed yeah he's and been on every week since march yeah. the one week he's off and then pretty the much all of our worst hated wrestler ended up in the main event yeah pretty much the constable yeah against rome's reigns yeah the human penalty kill but we did I got my money's worth. I got to see a solo Drew McIntyre match. Yes. I got to see the Riot Squad. And we got to see The Undertaker. And we got to see The Undertaker. Can't can't argue much with that. All right. So let's move on to this week, and this is something you were going to bring up. Yeah. And and again, for the for the benefit of our guests, we're not going to recap the whole show. No, no, reason no. To no do just that. one single <laughs> event, which is your but this, but this which actually, will be entertaining even to the non. Yeah. And this actually made Deadspin. This was a, this was a big story, but. Um, so, so John Cena and Daniel Bryan are pretty, pretty notable wrestlers, and they uh, are married to the Bella twins. Well, actually, Cena's notably just broke up with his Brie Bella and Nikki Bella. But they, they, uh, they have a reality show on the E Channel that's about to premiere. So they've suddenly they don't wrestle anymore. They haven't wrestled in the last three years. They've suddenly turned back up on wrestling the last few weeks, essentially to promote the. She hurt her neck, didn't she? Yeah, and I know this. They're okay. Here we go. My wife is a reality TV junkie. In right. the she uh, she watches the Bellas, so I I absorb what she watches every once in a while. So okay, she's a big Today Show person. So she uh, there you go. Has she ever watched Ms. and Mrs. <laughs> I do not know. I don't think I've seen her watch that one, but she definitely watches. It comes the on Bellas right after and, Raw, uh, doesn't it? Yeah, it comes on USA right after Raw. Well, it's over now. The season's over. Oh, if the season's if over. It, if it's not on Bravo, I think, or E. Then yeah, E is not the... Oh, uh, okay, I got you. <laughs> but the, the Total Bellas is coming back for the next season. So as any good self-promoter would do, they're going back to their roots to try to drum up some interest for the show. And even when they were in the company as wrestlers, they, it was kind of when the company was still transitioning into women's wrestling being really more legitimized than it is now. It was They had still when they were there was still a little more sexualized and a little more, you know, meant to didn't have the same level of competition it does now. So they, they were never viewed as being particularly adept wrestlers. And the art of wrestling is to be able to get in there with your opponent, make it look really good and not hurt each other. So the Bellas have come back and just over the series of the last couple of weeks have just done some ridiculous things trying to dive out of the ring and get almost, hung up in the road. Yeah, almost killed themselves. Almost ki- yeah, landed on her head. Um, have, you know, just bumped and bruised a few people. So it kind of culminated this last Monday wh- while the um, Brie Bella, who's married to Daniel Bryan's, doing a move called the Yes Kick, which is the easiest move to fake in the whole world. You're essentially, your opponent's on their knees and you're just, you're kicking them in the chest 
while the crowd chants, yes, yes, yes. She somehow slips and kicks her opponent full speed, just square in the face. And then as she slumps forward, kicks her in the head again and <laughs> knocks her completely unconscious, oh, yeah. unplanned in the middle of the match. Oh, yeah. So we, you've got this girl who there's a whole story playing out for the match who's now laying lifeless in the ring, completely unconscious. <laughs> so she has to she has to kind of improvise and drag her over to her corner so her tag team partner can tag her by just slapping her on the back because she's unconscious. She can't even reach out her hand. They roll her out of the ring. The match continues while the announcers say, you know, are trying to cover for it. And they say, oh, you know, she got her bell rung. You know, she's gone to the back for medical attention when you can clearly see that she's laying on the floor with medical personnel surrounding her, trying to find out if she need to call. Yeah, if they need to call care flight. I'm I'm showing her the video right now. So you can see by like the third kick, kicks her right in the face. (laughs) And then she goes down immediately (laughs) unconscious. She then pins her. Right, which is the dumbest thing you can do to an unconscious person. Right. And... <laughs> the ref counts out two, and then Liv Morgan gives the we- she's conscious by that point. Right. Gives the weakest t- uh, kick out possible, like she just kind of does yeah. this with her legs, and then dra- they drag her over to the corner. Right, and they're, they're trying to, to keep her, out of, her out of the ring, but she's she and she's now been diagnosed with a concussion, obviously. But she tries to she later in the match tries to get back in the ring because she's you know she thinks she needs to finish the match and the referee and everybody's like going like get out of the ring like do not get back in the ring. The other wheels off thing was the announcers were very specific that they were oh Liv Morgan is injured and she's been taken back to the locker room and she's clearly not <laughs> and then flash ahead ten seconds the camera moves and she's on the ground and there's there's like two doctors <laughs> looking at her like five feet from where the announcers are. Yeah, it was. No, uh, you're not fooling us. It was quite yeah, quite but it was a little most, debacle. Like I've. I used to watch wrestling a long time ago. I've not watched it in I, in college. We kind of got into it, but I really haven't watched it since I was a kid. These guys got me watching it again this spring. Um, I can't recall an incident where it was more obvious that someone was injured during the course of a fight. Like when it happened immediately, I was like, "She just kicked her right in the face," <laughs> and she and you could tell that she she was out. So it was something I haven't seen. She did the pause in the video you showed me. Oh like, yeah, the, the, the I've been knocked out pause where your it body was, just kind of oh, tightens yeah. up and freezes. <laughs> it was definitely the the, the, o, the one OS you see moment in the NFL every other Sunday. Right, right. <laughs> so speaking of uh, well, foot, okay, no, before you go ahead. NFL, no, I, I I feel like that that Mike had one more one more story he wanted to bring to the table before we we close this thing out with your highly researched football picks. Well, I did want to take the chance to talk about. And I mean, I, Glenn's welcome to participate, but no, I, it's I, fine. Go take a break. I, would, I just wanted us to be able to rank our top three country club menu items. Oh, this is be this yeah. is going to be fun. Not so much a Mount Rushmore because there should be only three. Number one, racism. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, go ahead. There was a there was a racial incident at the club last weekend. Of course, there was. No way. <laughs> True story. Um. There, there, there's an African American gentleman at our club, and he accused the uh, grounds crew of racism because he said that they would always start the leaf blower in his backswing, but never when the white guys were taking their backswings. Does that happen at Colonial? Uh, I, I would like to say not. I have a question. Yes, <laughs> I mean it is September now, but 
I don't see a hell of a lot of leaves on the ground. <laughs> Why are you running a leaf blower to begin with? Hey, you got to keep the course in tip-top shape, man. So it's more of a grass blower at this yeah, point. This was, actually, this was actually after one of the storms blew through and they were trying to clear off some of the debris that fell out of the trees. But but anyways, no, top, uh, top three menu items. So I mean, You've got to have a club sandwich on there. It's, the club it's, sandwich is really solid, and our club does the real cocky thing of that it's not on the menu, but it's understood that you can get it at any time. And they tell you that when you join. They're like, look, the club sandwich is always available, but it's never on the menu. But I get it all the time, and it's great. Yeah, they do. They do a pretty big one. They do like the triple. You know, they cut it up, and you get like a triple deck. Yeah, like they got to bring an extra large plate out there. Sometimes the wife and I'll even share the club sandwich. And then some people who have the pleasure of joining me have uh, <laughs> got to partake in the par three chicken sandwich. I am now interested again because <laughs> I've had the par three chicken sandwich. Yeah. Yeah, at the Colonial Country Club. Uh, at our club, they have a thing called the Chavo Chicken. Okay. Probably not, div- probably not too dissimilar from the Par Three Chicken Sandwich, but okay. it's a, it's also a staple of mine. It's in the short. It's in the short rotation. This one has like a sun dried tomato bacon spread. Oh. It. Mm. <laughs> it's it's basically the size of the home plate chicken sandwich at the ballpark. It's like the size of a home plate. <laughs> it is amazing. Uh, and then it's not a main menu item, but I can always go with curly fries. Oh, yes. The curly yes. fries. I think we realized because um, our daughter loves the curly fries from mm-hmm. the country club, but we just bought the Arby's seasoned fries, the frozen <laughs> ones, and I'm pretty sure they're the same. Yeah, this is way cheaper than the country club. <laughs> my uh, my go-to move there, and this is going to sound very uh, cue the music, but... Uh, and it's a good lunchtime favorite too. Is the uh, the fillet and wedge? So it's a small it's a small steak that they slice into the executive lunch, as yes. some would call it. They uh, yeah. they slice it. They slice the steak thin, and then they lay it over a. Uh, a, a this a, podcast could not get any more North Dallas or wedge, white wedge, than a fillet and wedge. Wedge lunch. salad with some blue cheese and a little balsamic. I, I made a sacrifice to be on this podcast tonight. I will let you know. Was it nacho T- night? Tonight is chicken night. It's actually a on multiple levels. And <laughs> the t- chicken night for us is they've got fried chicken, baked chicken, chicken wings, barbecue chicken, chicken fried steak, and then they throw something else in there like pork shanks. Ugh. It's a full buffet. They, it's like twelve dollars a person. Baked chicken. All you can eat. Yes. Baked chicken. Overrated. No. It's out of here. There. It's just the, there for get you out of here. Be the club traditions is a big thing though. And, oh, yeah. and every night is a different thing. They have a they have a night where the chef smokes everything. They have steak night on Friday, which is a big hit. Wing night. Oh, I can imagine. Pato Gold night on Monday where they do a drawing for cash <laughs> and the unlimited pasta. We don't have that. <laughs> we, our, just our, giving our, away our cash. Pasta night, chicken night, and catfish night. Yeah, but uh, but uh, Friday night steak night is actually called chilling and grilling because they have live music, <laughs> and they grill steaks on the patio. It's real urban of them. They're like, <laughs> let's just let's just drop the G. <laughs> that'll that'll meet all the diversity. Protocols. Yeah, occasionally occasionally the wife will come in and be like, "Hey, chilling and grilling tonight." And I'm like, "Yeah." The one of the highlights that we have a benefit is so there's two restaurants. You've got the downstairs restaurant, which is you can equate it to like a Chili's. Okay, that, that's where that's where I took Glenn. <laughs> I, I was so Glenn is not any higher actually, tone. Than actually, we'll, we'll go into more detail where I took Glenn because he loves this part about it. But there's also an upstairs grill that's like a really nice bar, a really nice restaurant, and if you make reservations and eat there, you get free childcare. 
So you can because the okay, they, well you scoreboarded me because we don't have that. There's childcare at the club, and it's usually like six or seven dollars an hour, which it's really not bad. But if no. you but if you eat there because you're paying more for the food there, free childcare. Well, but if you're just really in the mood to just watch some football and just not be disturbed, you like me and Glenn did can go into the men's only bar. It's men only. Oh yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> It's basically attached to the locker room, so you go into the locker room. Yeah. It's a full bar with tables and everything, and you just, uh, yeah, n- no disruptions. And it's old men <laughs> yelling at college athletes on the TV. This one guy was just dog cussing the TV, and Glenn was like, "Are you? What is going on over there?" <laughs> I was like, "This is. Uh, did we travel back to the '60s?" <laughs> going back right to our now. gambling conversation of earlier, I can tell you exactly what was happening. So, football. Football. Before I get to my football, Mike, did you want to talk about ballers at all? Um, you know, I, I'm one episode behind, so, so keep that so am I. Okay. So I think where, where, where did you finish out at? So my last experience with ballers is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen on that show, where Spence, which is played by Dwayne Johnson, also known as The Rock, he looks just like The Rock. You can smell trying, what he's cooking. Is trying to get. I can't remember what his name is, his actual name on, on the show. He's a high school athlete. We'll just call him Q to go to USC. And so he takes him on part of his recruiting trip and visit, and they walk through the campus, and they walk into the football stadium. And on the show, they've managed to fill the entire football stadium with students cheering on this guy's name <laughs> with, like, fake highlights running on the obviously CGI'd scoreboard crowd and they're just acting they've given up on this show like it's it's basically like entourage light (laughs) with more testosterone it's still awesome i can't i'm not gonna stop watching it no i can't i can't look (laughs) away before we go into football picks too we're obviously not gonna have time to get into it get into it but that Creed 2 trailer that dropped today oh man flame emoji flame emoji (laughs) flame emoji (laughs) Yes, the uh, picture of Blanche from Golden Girls spraying herself with a bo- <laughs> bottle of water to cool herself down. All I needed was Michael B. Jordan just jogging on a random road, <laughs> doing some boxing training. So you're I'm for sure out of with. town when it premieres, though. Yeah, I know. man, we got to go together. We I know, gotta go together. I know, I will be. And you, have you seen the trailer? No, I haven't. You seen didn't it watch yet. it. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it after this. So the though. original like teaser trailer, you know, it was just like 30 seconds. Yeah, max. which I did watch. And it shows a few things. Stallone says a thing here and there, whatever. He's got kids now. His wife is kind of like, I don't really want you fighting. You don't need to do this. And then it ends with a guy getting into the ring, and then it shows the back of his oh, robe, yeah, yeah, and it yeah. says Drago <laughs> on it. And you're like, I had to stay seated for like 10 <laughs> minutes. It wasn't comfortable for me to stand up after that. But now we get the full trailer, and we get the backstory, what we're headed into here, oh. and I am... I, I can't even put a percentage how in <laughs> I am. And I was so excited for Creed, but I still had kind of the feeling of this might not be that good. I loved it, but I wanted more from it. And I think the second one is where we're going to get it. I think we're going to get a third one eventually. But that, let's not jump ahead a couple right, of years. Right, right, but right. Um, yeah, and, and Stallone is actually, he's great as old man, you know, kind of, 
not beaten down, right. but kind of beaten by life. Right. Rocky. Like, he's, he's got money, but... He's worked into his plastic surgery. When, when he did that, I agree. When he did that Rocky Balboa movie, that plastic surgery had looked horrible. But I think he's kind of grown. It's settled. Right. He's grown yeah. into kinda, it a little bit. He's got a nice base but, but he going. He a little bit. <laughs> he, he looked bad in that, but in Creed, he looked fine. He looked, yeah. He looks nor- normal again. But, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think he uh, he's playing the Mickey role well. Oh, I thought it was. I mean, he was nominated for an Academy Award in the last one. There you go. Who, who would have thought that was coming? But he was. No, he was great in that one. I. My expectations are probably too high for this. I mean, it's got actual Drago in the movie. <laughs> He's in the trailer. Oh, no. Oh, they stare each other down. Oh, yeah. oh, Drago and Rocky no. are staring each other down. Now, the I mean, Dra- Drago's son, I don't know if you guys are any familiar at all with MMA. I don't watch MMA, but I know about Sage Northcutt. He's done. That's he, the guy who squashes the apples. Yeah, he, yeah. He, I think he went on uh, with when Machine was having his radio show with Justin. He did. He um, was on there with him. Yeah. You know, he looks like Ivan Drago. He was gonna at one point a possibility to play the son, and that would have been perfect. Okay. He looks like Ivan. Yeah. Drago. This other guy. Look, I mean, this other guy looks more Russian than Drago did. Right. He's like got that dark, ruggedy, backstreet Russian look. He's huge. Okay, and I, well, and I don't know as, how. T- as soon as we're done, I will be going to watch this. I don't know how I, tall I was not aware that Michael B. Jordan is, but I'm guessing he's got to be like at least six feet tall. Okay, without looking it up, I would guess he's six foot or more. And yeah, this guy towers over him by at least four or five inches. Would you say? Yeah, yeah, this is a big dude. So that's going to be awesome. All right, do you want your football plays for this week? Give us, give us something. Close us out here. Close us out. <sighs> All strong. right. So my research this week has been pretty minimal. But Drew Brees, he's playing on the road. I think we want to take a pass this week. Okay. The only way you play him is if you pair him with Alvin Kamara because there's been so many dump-off passes. But wasn't there some kind of injury concern from Kamara today? I did see a, I did see I one of my know. alert come across. that I think he's playing, but I think he's dinged up. That's something that I don't know right now. Let's see. Uh, he's questionable. He's questionable? Okay, he was limited at practice due to a knee injury. Oh boy! Uh, my primary advice, if you want to take the the easy way out and just do a few lineups, not think a whole lot about it, is just stack up as much as you can from the Atlanta Cincinnati game. A lot of cheap value there. Andy Dalton's real cheap. Uh, if Joe Mixon's still out, Gio Bernard will get all the carries and all the little dump off passes. AJ Green might be out, so they've got cheap cheap receivers on the Bengals side. And eventually, Julio Jones is going to go off. He had a good week one. last two weeks has been eh. But that 180-yard, two-touchdown game is coming. So uh, you can go with that. Um, Do you have no interest on the uh, the bake sale going on in Oklahoma or in, uh, Oakland? <laughs> no, I'm not buying into that as far from a daily fantasy standpoint. Man, he's pretty cheap. I've he's, seen I've seen a lot of people say don't do it, but I'm considering it. I know the thing is, I don't know what he's priced at, and I'm going to guess it's around five thousand. Fifty three hundred. It's fifty three. I think I can get Eli at fifty one against the Saints, and I'll load up on Eli. You, you take Baker, give me Eli. Because I'll take him and pair it up with Beckham and or Sterling Shepard against the Saints defense this weekend. Um, Baker Mayfield is cheaper than Jimmy Garoppolo, who's out for the season. Season? Um, He's cheaper than Dak. Otherwise, see, I haven't researched all the cheap options. 
you mentioned the Cowboys. They're playing the Lions. Yeah, that's in the Sunday main slate. But Carryon Johnson is a running back for Detroit that kind of took over the role this week, and he's very minimally priced. That seems like a game you stay away from, though, because Cowboys defense has been okay in their offenses. Yeah, the thing is, all you need if you're paying like forty four hundred for him, so you just need about twelve to fifteen points. So if you get a touchdown out of him, you're going to get that much, that much value. Um, what do you think about if we're talking about the Cowboys struggling so much? What do you think about just going with that Detroit defense? against Dallas after they were able to shut down the Patriots pretty effectively. Well, it's and not... And they're still a pretty good price. It's not a high-risk play. It's certainly viable, especially in a tournament, because they might hold Dallas probably less than 20 points if they manage to get like a pick six. If they can hold them less than 10, there's real value there. Yeah. The other thing is we've seen Stafford very prone to interceptions, so I think... Don't I wouldn't play anybody else on the Cowboys, no matter what anybody tells you. But I think Zeke is very viable, and I think that Cowboys defense Zeke, is worth a play. Zeke's price has come down a little bit. Oh, I would. It's lower. It was like seventy eight hundred last week. Yeah, so he's down to seventy seven. Kamara far and away the most expensive running back on the board. And Gurley's not on the main slate because they play on Thursday. So, um. Yeah, but I like that Atlanta-Cincinnati game. I like the Chargers against the 49ers, whether that's their defense, their quarterback, either one of their running backs, uh, really either one of their top two receivers. You can just kind of mix and match, especially if you're playing a lot of lineups. You can kind of stack them up with two or three in the same lineup, you know, three, four different ways. So you mentioned Cincinnati and Atlanta. Do you think Calvin Ridley? The thing is, everybody's going to be all over him because he's really cheap and he just caught three touchdowns. So it may work out, but his ownership, because I had three or four lineups with him last week, was like minimal. And it's going to go from being like 2% to being probably 20 to 30% owned. So what what's your strategy on that usually? So if you know like someone like that, so he's either going to – you go with him and everybody has him – or you go with someone else and then you risk you kind of it's all or nothing then you know because if well, everyone else has them and you don't have them then you're up a creek you know so you kind of yeah it's kind of you got a thirty three percent chance of it I mean that's out all right that's there. just the the risk you run I mean the point is to get as many points as possible so you don't want to get too silly about it but if you know stuff that I read and listen to during the course of the week and everybody's preaching this same guy that's very you know cheaply priced and you're going to get good output from him and everything the people that play this heavily are all they're all listening to the same stuff they're reading the same stuff so you know what i would say is okay well what am i playing this contest in am i just trying to finish in the top half well yeah i'm going to play what everybody else is playing because you'd kind of be dumb not to because then if it works out at all 60 percent of the field has him and you're left behind but if you're trying to win a big tournament, I mean, that's one of the strategies is this guy is going to have a big part of ownership. I'm going to steer somewhere else because he might be a great play, but that dude might sprain an ankle on an in route six minutes into the game, mm-hmm. and 40% of the field is like, I'm pulling a zero at that spot. Yep. And I've got... Works that way with baseball a lot. Yeah, I've got whoever. When, when Colorado's at home, is if if they play a home game that's one nothing, then you're if you're not there, you're already cashing pretty much. 
And speaking of baseball. I'm doing pretty good tonight, by the way. Are you in the four seamer tonight? No, but I'm in the table setter. I was in uh, I was in 49th place in the table setter the last time I checked. Is that right? Yeah. Well, if you'll look at uh, the table set, the 8K table setter. Uh huh. Just just uh, scroll up to 10th place. Oh, so no. See who's up there. <laughs> Do you have Cleveland? Uh, no, I got to see who I have. I, am, I'm a, I was all over Cleveland in so. this lineup. This live sports update for my fantasy. <laughs> I've got a bunch of Colorado. Well, Colorado scored 10. Well, there the you Cubs. are. Look at that. I think Gustav is the one that mentioned it, but if you win, you know, you basically have to come up with some new ailment to, yeah, no. to wash that money. My butt's just going to pop out. 